The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Strike! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hello and welcome to episode 137, season 6, episode 13 of Two Miss P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. And you join us as we record on the last day of January and you may be able to tell from my hoarse voice that I am just about recovering from one of the worst doses of man flu mm. known to man. I have been suffering over the weekend <clears throat> while my wife was away. They tell you about that, about she'd booked a weekend away to see a friend in Ireland right. in December. I don't know if I've talked about it. No, I might have seen some stuff on Instagram. Right, but... so let me explain what happened, and then you can guess the airline. So it was the day where there was a light sprinkling of snow, and got to the airport like four o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock flight, um, got on the plane, was then grounded for two hours on the tarmac on the plane. Yeah. Then had to disembark, was then told that... You're using all the lingo here. Yeah, was then told that the next um, flight would be at midday. Got to midday, got pushed back to three. And then once it got near three, it was like, oh, it's going to be seven o'clock. So they cancelled. They just said, no, we're not going to go because there's no... They were going for one night and coming back. Um, So I had to go and pick her up. Uh, But, which is fine. not, Not ideal, but... There was two um, women who were flying from Manchester to, I think they were going to Dublin and then from Dublin to New York. Right. And they weren't allowed to get another flight to Dublin, which then meant they missed the flight to New York, <sighs> which is not. But uh, yeah, guess the airline. Uh, Ryanair. Ryanair, of course. <laughs> Ryanair. Could it have been anyone? So I'm ready for this. Yeah. Is, it, is that that? No, is that's that Jet Two, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, sorry, yeah. Jet Two. That Jess Glynn's Jet There's Two. There's no denying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does give me the holiday vibes. That. that the, what do Ryanair have? We're shit, <laughs> and we know we are. Sorry about the language there. Uh, <laughs> Ryanair cheap fares, crap service. And you can never get a refund from them. Um, it's one of them, though, that you always say, don't you, Ryanair? Once you have a bad experience, they lose your bag, your flight gets cancelled. You're like, I am never, ever booking with Ryanair again. I don't care if I have to pay over the odds. Yeah. I am never paying. Then Ryanair's flights are £10 yeah. cheaper, and you're like, what's that? What's that? So, £2 return? <laughs> Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so they rearranged it and they went at the weekend. And so I was hand solo with the children. And uh, yeah, just picked up the worst man flu over the weekend. Always so. the case. Always the case. It was uh, not ideal. But uh, how are you, Adam? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, <laughs> if anyone's checked my Instagram uh, today, or it'll be whenever this is out, 
Uh, I went to pick my daughter up from, um, well, yesterday, my daughter was doing singing last night at a dance studio and then was doing acrobics or something tonight and it was like a trial. So last night, I left work at four o'clock to go and pick her up. Now, my journey from work is normally 15 minutes 15, to get home. Swift 15. I got on the motorway and I was sat on the motorway for two hours yesterday. I Jeez. think it was the worst. And it's one junction. I like to have to go one junction. It do, you know chewed... what I th- do you know what well, it was though? Do you know what it was? It was a potential jumper. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, thoughts and prayers with the jumper. Um, but, yeah, we don't know what's happened. No, yeah, hope yeah. obviously hope it didn't happen, and you know, but just in terms of the traffic, I've listen. You know, I've spoke about this before. I have got ADD. Being trapped in that car was difficult, and I was losing concentration on the regs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I went to pick up my daughter tonight. Smooth motorway, uh, no issue tonight. Got there with plenty of time, and I thought, oh, what I'll do is I'll go to Iceland. And I'll pick up some Dots Pepper Zero because they have the crates there. Walked into Iceland and then someone tagged me the day before in a brand new thing out from Iceland. Have you seen it? No. Have you seen my Insta now? So basically, Iceland... I think I've uh, hid you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Where snooze? Hide I've always. The, yeah. <laughs> I've Harsh. hit the snooze. Uh, you can't snooze me. <laughs> Two Mr. P's, you can't snooze a pee. Um, oh, it's and so snoozed. So the, I bet it is. Rip Van Winkle snooze. I bet it is. For well. 20 years. What you never it? like any of my stuff. That makes me think you don't see it. I don't like anything online. Right. Well, to get should... a like from me is the equivalent to getting... What, what would, what's like rare? What's the rarest thing on the planet? Like the rarest thing? Yeah. Um... Oh, rarest thing. Uh, McDonald's to give you the correct order. Yeah, yeah. That's I tell you, that is really gone down the muck shitter, hasn't it? Well, it depends. That McDonald's there near us is absolutely shocking. Oh, shocking. shocking. The best one to go to is the new one near the Yeah, 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 I agree. But that's now uh, busy. But for everyone listening to this who doesn't live in Manchester, that's a complete waste of <laughs> yeah. your time. Yeah, uh, sorry yeah, for Yeah, get... Okay, we'll say that. Getting a like from me is as rare as getting the correct order from McDonald's. Right, okay. Well, I'm, which is rare. I'm hoping, because I got given a full-fat Coke the other day when I ordered diet, and right. uh, obviously that could have killed me. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, there'd have been some cash in it for Kim if that had seen me out there. Um, but yeah, so they've, they've released to Iceland now. Now, you've seen loads of this stuff and I've posted it. Uh, like, they've been releasing, like, throwback stuff as different products. So there's, like, McCoy's crisps as, like, potato slices. There's hula hoop crisps. As like little potato hoops in the Space Raiders. Space Raiders, yeah, space the Space Raiders. Ra- no, 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 no. I've not. Abs- Did I try the Space Raiders? I don't know. I've definitely tried the beef hoolers, All as right. Jody P teacher would say. Oh, he yeah. loves a beef hooler, um, and they're nice. They are actually nice. I've heard the ready salted ones are decent, uh, but they've actually released knickknack flavored crispy chicken like strips Ooh. well like yeah. nice and spicy yeah so nice or, and spicy uh, ribbon and chi- ribbon saucy no no sign of scampi and lemon you can't have scampi and lemon no chicken. you can't i did think like could you have scampi and lemon scampi but then it'd just be scampi it would it, with a bit of lemon <laughs> with so a bit of zest uh, yeah. so yeah so i went in and they had the bags there and i thought oh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to yeah um and it was three for ten now I'm a sucker for a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Hence all my Ryanair flights. <laughs> uh, so 
I got two nice and You're spicy. You're the type of person where it's like pound each or three for ten. <laughs> three for ten. That's an unbelievable deal. So I got two nice and spicy and a ribbon saucy. Took it home and uh, I literally about an hour ago used my air fryer for the first ever time because right, there was yeah. actually air fryer instructions on the back. Oh wow! So you can tell that this is new welcome stuff. to 2023, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So then cooked the nice and spicy shredded chicken um, with some nice salad and some Weight Watchers wraps, tortilla wraps, and made some wraps. Um, and I have to say, they were stupendous. Really? Uh, the, the listen. I don't want to oversell because I am looking for endorsement through Iceland. Right. Um. But it, there wasn't there wasn't massive nice and spicy flavour, like. It, but it, the chicken it's a hundred percent chicken. Okay. Um. So they say. Yeah. And it was really it was really fresh, really nice. I enjoyed it. There was a little bit of flavour there. Not as much. I was expecting like you know like just thick crisps. Yeah. But it wasn't. Cause it was um, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just to make up for the flavor, I had a bag of Nick, Nick Nacks. <laughs> no. Um, but no, really nice. So if you if you had nice. Oh, um, Adam's recommendation for the week. Yeah. Nick Nack Paddywhack chicken strips. Give the big dog a bone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, how are you? All right. Yeah. My recommendation for the week uh, has to be The Last of Us. Mm. We watched it. No, I've not. Um, I am up for it. Yeah, I am up for it's it. It's class. Uh, it's based on a video game. Not big on video games. No. Uh, never have been. Probably never will be. No, you've not uh, really been only, a gamer, have you? The, the, uh, no, I've not. I've never been. It's not for me. And worse than that, playing video games, is the fact that my children love watching videos of other people playing video games, wow. which is... Just the biggest generational divide in my house. I hate it more than anything. The fact that my kids will watch these fully grown American men with the most annoying tone of voice scream their heads off about Fortnite or whatever it might be. It's it's oh it's so great. I've been in your house where they've had that on over football. I've heard a cheer. I've ran in thinking United have scored, but some massive Americans got a kill. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> It's, but but um, the TV series is absolutely class. It's sort of, it's a zombie, but it's a different type of zombie. And it's, yeah, I, I'm loving it. Loving it. Um, so, yeah, so obviously it is uh, the first of the teacher strikes tomorrow. We are recording on the 31st of January. So Wednesday, 1st of Feb is, strike um, Eve. Is, is strike day. And obviously it's, it's, it's it's necessary, I think. I think it's the only opportunity we have as teachers to take a stand, not just for better pay. And I really wish that um, teaching assistants and support staff would have got through the threshold as well. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't, so won't be joining teachers on the picket line. But I think everyone involved in education needs uh, to take a stand for better pay, but also um, just... I think for a lot of people, it's a cry for help to get a better education system. Uh, as far as pay is concerned, I've read the statistic, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, that one in 10 um, primary school teachers now have second jobs. Yeah, yeah, you have mentioned that. Which, I is just, which is just madness. I don't know how people can do it. Can I just throw it out there? You, the horsiness in your voice is making this a lot more emotive well, than usual. I, and I, I'm not going to lie, so. you're sucking me in. Yeah. Um, so I um, was interviewed by the Sunday Mirror 
uh, about the teacher strikes. And it was funny because uh, the editor got in touch with me and she was like, look, we want, to, we want to speak to teachers about what's going on. We want a real picture. And straight away I was, I, I was defenses come out because I'm like, listen, the way the media have bashed teachers around this whole strike. And, and she assured me, as and to be fair, the Mirror is very supportive of the public sector their support of nurses and things like that. so and i know that was the newspaper dad yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 always a daily mirror um so uh, i had the I had the chat with the journalist <clears throat> it was really good uh, and they picked up on the bit that they picked up on was when i was talking about the impact on teachers mental health and the fact that you know i've had messages before from teachers who have really been struggling to the point where they were contemplating or even you know willing to take their own lives and i mentioned the charity the education support partnership um and they went and interviewed them and i think their statistics at the minute is they're getting seven calls a day from teachers who are suicidal so uh i want to mention on here that if anyone is struggling if anyone's feeling like it is getting too much Please remember that there's always someone you can go and speak to. If you Google Education Support Partnership, it is a charity that looks after uh, the mental health of teachers. There is always someone on the other end. Um, please do not suffer in silence. Uh, there is always someone you can speak to. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to mention that. But then the, the, the sort of, they said to me, can we send a photographer to take your picture? Yeah. Right. And, and so arrange for a photographer to come. And he came into my house and he went into my garden. He was looking. Now, we've just recently taken down all the trees in the garden. Right. Because they were just a nightmare for, you know, leaves dropping and just mm. ruining the, 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 the grass. So we got it all removed, got all the trees removed. And he's like, not enough greenery. We're not going to be able to do it here. How about we head out into the street? Oh, right? yeah. So he took me out into my street and made me stand up to a, next to a tree mm. and took all these pictures. And I could see my neighbours looking out the window. Like, what's going on here? Why is he having a photo shoot in the middle of the road? <laughs> and then um, the photo that got used in the article, I don't know if people used it. It ended up, did, did you see it? Right. And I'm not being funny. The picture that they used, right? Because I was like, do I smile? Do I smile or do I... You know, this is a serious issue. I don't want to be smiling. It kind of looks like you're annoyed, but in a smouldering kind of way. You would see that picture on the front of TV Guide with the headline, Me EastEnders, yeah. New yeah. Villain. Nasty Nick is back. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> what? Get out of my pub. The new Vic landlord. That's what I look like. Um... So yeah, and then and then I'm I'm, I'm going to be on uh, Lorraine tomorrow morning. Well, by the time you're probably listening to it, it'll have already happened. So um, hopefully, share the sort of struggles and what's going on, because like I say, I don't think it's just about pay. I think it's about working conditions as well. And so if I can hopefully share some of the struggles we're going through, um, we can. But what the one thing I do want to talk about, because I know that majority of teachers, uh, core audience of the podcaster teachers, is how have we turned these strikes into like animosity between teachers? This is what I cannot stand, right? Everyone wants the same thing. We want a better education system. We want better pay. Now, if you're going to strike for that, absolutely. And I will support you because that is your right for now to do that. 
At the same time, if you choose not to strike for whatever reason and you shouldn't need to justify it or, but that's, that's fine, that is your choice. You know, support the teachers who are striking. Don't turn it into this because the one thing that has peed me off more than anything else and I've seen numerous schools do it is where the head teacher has sent a letter home to parents basically boasting that they're not striking. I am, I've saw one where it's like, I am so proud that none of my staff will be striking because that's showing how dedicated they are to the children. And you're like, oh my, how can you be so clueless to sort of play, make it out like teachers who are striking are somewhat not caring about children. Most, the reason most teachers are striking is because they want a better deal for kids. They want to create an education system that has their best interests at heart. Um, and it's just so frustrating that it creates that sort of, look at we're better. And you know, that's what the government want. Con you know, divide and conquer. And that's what they've tried to do with education through league tables and stuff like that. And it just really winds me up that I'm not bothered about whether you strike or not. Ideally, I'd love everyone to be striking. That sends a clear message. I completely understand reasons why people aren't striking. I know some teachers have got in touch to say they literally cannot afford to strike. However, you know, the union does have a hardship fund, so you can apply to get support uh, that way. I don't know if pe people are aware of it. But, you know, whatever your, your choice is, that's fine. But surely everyone can be supportive of the teachers who are striking and not then sort of paint them in a bad light, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, completely. And I'm more thinking that, uh, you know, your passion is, you know, what is it? Is it palpable? Is that the right word? I'll allow it. Your passion is palpable, and I and I and I salute you, brother. Yeah. Um, Lorraine won't know what's here. Different. Um, Lorraine. <laughs> um, I yeah, and I and I completely agree with everything that you're saying. I, I kind of feel a little bit guilty that you know I've only offered knickknack chicken strips to this episode. No, before, but, but it, you know it's a, <laughs> no, it's a welcome but, distraction. No, but, but I um no, I completely agree, and I think <laughs> and I agree with that. I think you know there's there's. People, and, and I think children need to be, obviously not younger children necessarily, because they, they'll just be buzzing if, if their school are closed or whatever. But I think the older children may need to be told the truth about what, what's Oh, the situation cracking. they're finding, but they're only because, themselves. But only because, got, you know, the last thing you want is someone, you know, you don't want children coming into school like neggy towards yeah. school staff who have yeah. not been in. So that's all I'm thinking is I yeah, hope but, that doesn't I mean, happen. I think children can see it. I think children understand. When you've got secondary school math classes being taught by qualified PE teachers because they can't recruit or get math teachers in, you know, children can see the impact it's having. And when certain schools can't provide the wide curriculum, because they can only, you know, we can only teach these subjects because they're the only ones we've got teachers for, which is only going to continue to get worse unless something changes. And in terms of funding, if you've got a right-handed child being forced to use left-handed scissors, <laughs> then, you know, what is what is this world coming to? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so we'll see how we get, how we, how we get on. Um, but what I would suggest is, listen, don't, teachers are striking for the right reasons. yes. It's to get a better pay, but it's also <coughs> to create an education system that provides the best for the children. And you've got, I know parents are going to be inconvenienced and I know that is not what you need at this moment in time, but please see the bigger picture because things are not sustainable if they stay the way they are. It can't continue. We're already seeing um, 
teachers leaving in the droves. And that. so, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep positive. We'll keep supporting those teachers who are striking. And whether you strike or not, just give them your support. If you're a parent, please support the teachers. They are doing it with the right intentions to provide the best opportunities for your children. You just got to see the sort of bigger picture with it all. Now, now before you move on, um, a couple of weeks ago, we shared a really funny uh, face, uh, Facebook thread. Now, yeah. it, went, it went mad on TikTok. It went big on the socials. And if you can't remember it, go back two episodes and listen to it. It was one of the funniest things I've heard because I've never seen it before. And I just wanted to share with you a comment off the back of that. So if no one's seen that clip, I'll just really... So basically, it was a guy, probably... He was probably having a joke, wasn't he? Possibly, possibly, yeah. yeah. But he was basically comment about commenting about this lost cat, saying, "Was it his?" And it was just hilarity. And then he goes on to say, "You know, he sh- shares a picture of a dog." It was by far the most viral podcast clip we've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah agreed, by far. Yeah. I got recognized, so it got passed around the kids' rugby group, parents' group, right? So. Um, yeah, I had a few parents and like, is this you? Yeah, I had, then... few, I had a few. I had a few. I went to watch a game in the pub and and a lad came up to me and was just like, yeah. oh, sorry. Because someone Cause shared it's had it. how many views? Well, it? Like on TikTok million. it had two million, but then someone put it on Twitter. Someone we don't know put it on Twitter, and then that had like I don't know thousands. Yeah. But anyway, someone clapped me in the uh, hairdressers and went, "Are you?" Are you that guy who does the podcast and did the story about the cat? Really? Like, yeah. He goes, I know I recognised you. Ah, oh, quality, yeah. quality. Uh, but someone commented on that post. Loads of comments, obviously, but this really did take <laughs> my attention. I have a friend whose cat was sadly run over outside their house. So they buried it in the back garden. Only for their cat to appear in time for breakfast the next day. <laughs> I mean, listen, it, heartbreaking <laughs> for the cat. Yeah, um, I mean, not for the one that made breakfast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, imagine. Oh, God almighty, what would you do? I know, I know. Um, right, talking of letters being sent home to parents. I got sent this one this week. And I'm not going to... Is this um, a diabolical? Are no, 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 no. This is hilarious. This is um, a sort of lesson to everyone about well i'll just read it to you don't need to mention the name of the school i'm not naming a shaming this is just the letter that was sent dear year four parents this afternoon during a music lesson the year four class was singing about a grandfather clock the children did not know what a grandfather clock was mrs name of teacher googled grandfather clock to show them but a spelling error meant that the children briefly saw an image of a naked man. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, but oh my God, that is so funny. You can imagine. You've got your lesson plan. Right, children, what, what song is it with? Grandfather Clock. Into Into Spider. Is it, in, is it? Or Little Mother Hubbard? Anyway. So it's like, right. And then, what's a grandfather? Oh, right. Okay. Let me just show you the shot. We're singing about this. <laughs> Why are we singing about that wrinkly old thing? Do you know what, though? 
I mean, you make, you know, when you're typing quick, you often make spelling mistakes. Oh, God, and then it yeah. co- comes up on Google, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, do you mean this? But that is such a pivotal error at such a key moment. It's the fact you've it's, got to turn the screen the fact off. It's grandfather as well. <laughs> so you know it's grey. You know got, it's shriveled. It's got those Fifty Shades of Pubes on it. You know it's an horrific. <laughs> you, you know it's shriveled. <laughs> um, the teacher has apologised to the class and reported the incident to me. I've taken the following action. I'm investigating this incident with our IT provider as a school filter should have prevented this image. <laughs> oh, <you> RM support, <laughs> like, but she typed in grandfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's only so much we could do. If she'd have typed in clock, it wouldn't have come up. <laughs> yeah, the privacy setting on all staff laptops are being confirmed. I've reminded all staff about appropriate use of search engines. I sincerely apologize for this event. Yours sincerely, head teacher. Oh my days, that's brilliant. That has really, really set me up. Um, in fact, I've got a sim- I've got a music teacher story as well. Right. Um, so I will find that. This is it. My friend's wife is a high school music teacher. She told me a story. She went into class and was getting set up. When she sees this kid take his trombone and place it between his legs and slid the slide out going, Look! I've got a tromboner. <laughs> she said. She said it was very difficult to discipline him. Guess fair. Whilst, fair. Whilst laughing her head off. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Now, just before we get into some other stories, I got this question, right? So a bit more serious before we really unleash. But hi, Miss P. I wondered if you could discuss something so I can see your views and other teachers' support staff's views on the matter. As I can't put into words my annoyance, frustration, disappointment, I could go on. I work at a secondary school and over the last few years been given a well-being day. This is usually before Christmas as a handy day to sort things out. Well, okay. Yeah. Because that is is essentially giving you time, in it? Yeah, yeah. It's giving you time, right? That's what a well-being day. Uh, my issue is if the well-being day is where you're forced to do stuff. But if you're given time, that's fine. Right. This year, we weren't given it as the trust had another idea. Fair enough. This week, we found out the idea. Instead of a day where we choose how to help our own well-being, we now have an afternoon. Again, not an issue. Any time is a bonus. And I thought I can collect my three kids from school, which I never get to do. That will, uh, So that will help and affect my well-being. We were told more info would follow. We were then given a survey and told to pick a task we wanted to do for our well-being. But we have to remain at work. <laughs> okay. Again, I thought, no biggie. Hopefully, I'll have time I can direct and crack on with my ridiculous list of things to do. The list consists of, <laughs> can you guess? Uh, I don't know if I can guess. Tidying up a stock cupboard? No, no, no. It's like what typical well-being. All oh, right, yoga. Yoga's in there, yeah. Um, meditation? Nope. Uh, calm time? No. I don't think you're going to get some of these. Right, pottery. Pottery, yoga, flower arranging, five-a-side football, Bad, <laughs> badminton, reading, 
Saxophone practice, but this is limited to staff. Why? I know. What's sax saxophone? Or bowling, but staff have to pay. Right, so first thing, which one would you choose? Five aside. Five I'd go five aside football, but only if the person who came up with this idea was also playing on the opposite team, so I could two foot them right in the groin. Or, um, you know, I wouldn't mind the saxophone as long as there was a trombone in there and I'd rob that kid's joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, this is this is what teachers are having to put up with. The the intention, I get it, but think about the bigger picture. Right, so uh, I like that bowling, but you have to pay. The thing is, that, that idea is good if the well-being afternoon was like if that was just a di if that was an inset day or something yeah, yeah, yeah. would be great but if it, it and then but you still had your like you know you think about that like the 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 teacher wanting to pick the kids up i mean that would be great and then it is i mean i rarely get to pick my kids up and it's yeah. always a little bit sad but um like that day would sound great but not not at the detriment of the actual well-being well, day yeah, you were yeah. initially promised. That's probably, that, that those activities would be better than an inset day, but they're not going to be better than you having a day yourself. That that's the point you're making in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have zero interest in all of these for my well-being. In fact, the thought of combining with other schools to do these things when I'm not social makes me anxious. Combining with other schools, know, five yeah. aside just got interesting. Yeah, yeah. So did badminton, <laughs> drop shot, <laughs> saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> I went to discuss this with our head teacher and deputy head and asked if I could work on my never-ending list instead because that would truly help my well-being and was told no. They've asked the trust and it was refused. I asked them to explain how a person who I've met, never met would understand what would make my well-being better when I'm telling them what would be, uh, what would and being ignored. I know it sounds petty to some, but it fills me with dread and I'm now being forced to take part in something for my well-being, which 100% will have a negative impact on my well-being. Yeah. And then she said, uh, she made the point of saying, what a state that this decision has come from the trust and not my SLT. They understand, but are sort of backs against the wall. So thought. I'll tell you where else the backs would be against the wall. At five aside. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, the Liz Trust there. No. Um, absolute. Yeah clueless Clu it, it, do you know what that is that's all about tick box yeah it's just you a hate a tick box it's just do, the trust is doing it to sort of say when Ofsted or whoever comes in because this is a problem with some trusts they're so top heavy with management that these CEOs and deputy CEOs and everyone who's got a bloody letter after the name have to justify where they're, why they're earning X amount and so are coming up with these initiatives and not seeing that actually they do the complete opposite of what they're intended to do. Mm. Had that teacher, that's do the wellbeing day, but not to replace a day where teachers have the, can do whatever they want on that day. Yeah. You know, still I choose five aside footing absolutely. Yeah, you know. but the pottery one's a strange one, isn't it? Because and who's choosing pottery? Pottery, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd, I wouldn't mind, but flower then... arranging would truly stress me out. Gardening fills me with absolute dread. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, a forest you'd, you'd be looking at but then what if you pulled, you'd pull your hammy at five aside. I pull my hammy at flower arranging. <laughs> um, well, I've got a, a, just a few general stories here, which I'll throw you in. And I have got a couple of crackers that I received on Instagram, which will be coming your way in a little bit. But this was from the Facebook group. <coughs> was talking about Jesus today in an RE lesson. Um, Praise be. Yeah. Said something along the lines, he died to save our souls. <laughs> 
Of course, it came out as he died to save arseholes. <laughs> Which is true. That is the truest statement I've ever heard. And then it just finished with, I went beetroot colour. <laughs> <laughs> and then these were just stories. Just general stories, which fantastic. One of my buddies at school once threw a tennis ball at least 50 metres and it landed in a lunchtime supervisor's coffee mug. And the hot coffee... No way. (laughs) What a shot. How old? (laughs) Doesn't say. A buddy of mine, 50 metres. Threw a tennis ball. Can you imagine? That that would just be instant legendary status. Well, in the whole we're going to get onto it here because it gets it gets interesting. Right. So, Buddy threw a tennis ball at least fifty meters, and it landed in a lunchtime supervisor's coffee mug. Wow! And the hot coffee went all over, all over, over, <laughs> all <laughs> Jay Z, all over her face and clothes. Oh god! This poli- this particular I can't speak. This, <laughs> this particular victim had a reputation of being. A bit of a bleep. Right, okay. So, funnily enough, reported our friend for planning an attack. (laughs) If this guy could throw a tennis ball directly into a mug from at least 50 metres away (laughs) on purpose, I'm pretty sure he should be an Olympian. I know, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's unbelievable. Listen to this for absolute heroics from this teacher here. Okay. Our physics teacher was standing on the desk, pulling the blinds down because we were about to watch a video. He began to lose his balance and looked like he was going to fall backwards. Someone in the back of the class yelled, Do a flip! (laughs) So the teacher did a (laughs) backflip off the desk, landed it perfectly. He wasn't really the sporty type but must have been coming up on 45 at least. It was the greatest moment of my school life. <laughs> do you know life. what? Do you know what? Only a physics teacher can do that. Because they <laughs> yeah. under- understand right. the dynamics. Yeah. Let me think about the air resistance. <laughs> Let me think the about velocity. the angles. Yeah. An RE teacher ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy saving our souls. It'd be like, it'd be like uh, Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story 1. <laughs> He jumps off Sid's side, the RE teacher. (laughs) Flip me, God. Student, student, late after a rehearsal. He calls home. Hey, can you talk to a sibling? Hey, can you tell mum to pick me up? Oh, she's in the shower. What about dad? Oh, he's in the shower too. Turns to teacher. It's going to be a while, Mr. Man. They're really dirty. They stink. It's going to be a while. Teacher hears a girl's phone vibrating in her bag and says, I hope that's a phone. (laughs) Teacher said that. Teacher Teacher walks a few more steps and realises what she said. Class erupts in laughter. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. God, It's so good. That's just reminding me, right? Of this story my mate told me the other day. Right. Right. Now, you know, we absolutely love support staff, teaching assistants. But I think this is up there as one of the most ludicrous things that could have possibly ever happened. Really? By a teaching assistant. So this teacher is a secondary school teacher. This teaching assistant gets a job at the school. Never worked in schools before. Just uh, brought in as a, as a teaching assistant. 
uh, starts working and then at lunch, right, she goes into like the staff room, sits there, pulls out a what? On a first day at lunch? First day at lunch, sits there, pulls out uh, a fish pie. No. A, f- a grill. No. What can't you do during a school day? A cigarette. Worse. A vape? No. A, 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 a doobie snack? No. Uh, pulls out a... Oh, oh, alcohol. Can of Aldi's own cider sits there in the staff room <laughs> just supping the can of cider, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with it at all, <laughs> right? So all the other staff are just I mean, it's wrong, like... but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and... And obviously, someone then gets told senior leadership comes in, escort her off the premises. And she was like, well, it's my own time. I can do what I want. And oh thought my. it was all right to be supping a can of cider during lunchtime. <laughs> you know, I was, I was guessing stuff that was, that was wild. I mean, why did I say grill? I thought she might have pulled a George Foreman out. <laughs> No, that'd be class. But then when you said, what can't you do? I was like, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. I've brought my judge for me. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Um, right. Oh. Back to it. In primary school, we... <laughs> this is, this is made me laugh. In primary school, we were playing a massive game of TIG where basically all the classes were involved and it was just pure chaos. Love it. The game had to stop because one kid was running and for whatever reason, I cannot fathom why, decided the best way to avoid being tagged was to jump through the classroom window. (laughs) I saw the whole thing. He actually soared through the air like Superman, (laughs) completely, completely horizontal, crashed headfirst through the glass. And oh was miraculously god. uninjured. Oh god! But all the teachers were absolutely <laughs> praying. I mean, how do you explain that? Sorry, I just, I just had a peek at the next one. No, but how do you explain that? What? We had just like get a bump note, <laughs> jump through the window. Just like what? There isn't a wet paper towel big enough. <laughs> to wrap a whole child a wet paper roll mummify oh god Um, in year two my friend and I got a ball stuck in a tree some dude came over to hell (laughs) in year two say again in year two my friend and I got a ball stuck in a tree some dude came over to help by throwing a brick up at the ball (laughs) failed no no failed miserably the brick came down and hit Continued, and then I've got two stories, but I will I'll finish with one as in uh, towards the end of the app. But right. I thought I'd just share this one because this is quite funny, quite short. <laughs> I think everyone can imagine just how cringy you would feel if this happened. So it says, "Hi, Mr. Pease. Thought you'd enjoy this absolute clangor. I'm a teaching assistant. I've been at the same school for seven years. As you know, mornings get a little crazy sometimes." And myself and another lovely lady from a different year group often bump into each other at the photocopier to get some last-minute sheets. One day, I saw the TA stood at the photocopier at 9.15. I walked up to her and said, 
I don't know about you, but I cannot be arsed at all today. <laughs> Only for the woman to turn around, and it was in fact a tall year six girl, <laughs> still in her coat, easily resembling a member of staff. <laughs> and I, love how it, I love how it finished. I wanted to die. <laughs> what did the kids? Same. Same. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, right. Do you want a couple of accidental innuendos? Oh, do I? Do you remember last week when we shared one and we put the clip online? So, head teacher talking about how he manages to deliver a... Uh, head teacher talking about how he manages delivering assembly nerves. And he said... Well, I just stand at the front and turn myself on. <laughs> um, another one. Today, we were... <laughs> just, just keep thinking about the, the head at the front, just in his mind. I'm too sexy for, my, for the assembly. Today, we were doing dancing with a partner. And I said, just bend over. And feel round for your partner's hand. Not one child's niggered, but my poor TA nearly collapsed. They're the best. Yeah. When it goes over, it like oh, accidental, goes, over, yeah. goes over the children's head. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, your, your, your assistant or your teacher just absolutely loving it. We had a cycling proficiency person tell the kids to polish their helmets ready for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> There were a few giggles by staff and a few looks. Giggles? I'd be gone. I'd be a speed bump on the road of cycling proficiency. Uh, I didn't say it, but a child said to my colleague once, I'm gonna type giant I'm gonna type giant beaver into Google when I get home. <laughs> make sure your filters are on, pal. I was gonna say, make sure it's not grandfather clock. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, I've got a few more stories for you. Oh, great. Well. Uh, last week we were talking about um, funniest thing you've had to confiscate. Yeah. yeah. So at a school oh, I worked at... Oh, the doorbell, at, wasn't it? Yeah. That's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. that. At a school I worked at, I didn't confiscate it, but another teacher did. A dad was going away on a stag weekend and he'd emptied a bottle of water and put vodka in it. His child saw the water bottle and picked up the bottle, took it to school and took a swig. <laughs> I've always liked you, you know, miss. <laughs> You've always been my favourite. Miss, can I go toilet, please? <laughs> Seriously. That would be one where, you know that really frustrating thing in a class when you're delivering a lesson or you're doing a group and you go, what do you think the answer is? And then someone's hand shoots up and you're like, yes. And then that person goes, oh, oh I forgot. Yeah, if yeah. that kid went... I can't remember. You'd be like, it's all right, mate. You're absolutely out of it. You're hammered. Do a flip. <laughs> Hi. First, let me say that I absolutely love the podcast. Absolutely hilarious. And just what I need after a long day at school. We're always here to help. When I was a trainee teacher, I was doing an observed lesson on vertebrates and invertebrates with year three and was being observed by my mentor and my trainee teacher partner was there too. I was showing different insects and one child said, what insect is that? To which I replied, replied, sorry, replied. I replied, oh, it's a cheesy bug. Cue absolute blank expressions from the whole room. 
I looked at my mentor and trainee partner for reassurance, but was met with more vacant expressions. Turns out, not everyone calls them cheesy bugs, just my family. <laughs> and it was actually a woodlouse. Not sure if this is a no, or just a cringy moment, but made me laugh, so I thought I'd share. It's both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, it's a cheesy bug. What? A cheesy bug? I'll tell you honestly, it ain't easy <laughs> being a cheesy bug. <laughs> I mean, come on. I love that. It's just, it's so classic though. Like, just going, as if you don't know, <laughs> it's a cheesy bug. Kid like, duh, don't think it is. <laughs> There's no such thing. Um, I also asked uh, for some awkward stories, things that are awkward. Um, I walked in to the male head teacher sitting on the toilet because he forgot to lock the door twice. <laughs> what, in the same in the same toilet? like being Well, no, like, twice, <laughs> several years apart. Went, went in at the start and he was going, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Then going back 10 minutes later, like, oh, it must be free now. Still there, oh, sorry. <laughs> when I was teaching math lesson, I was getting them to understand parts and holes. I said, if my body is the whole, what could one of my parts be? And someone said, a beaver. <laughs> I was so shocked and laughed, but they were looking at me so blankly. Then I saw a little picture of a beaver on the corner of the slide and realised they thought that must have been the answer. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how you would have answered it as that picture. A beaver. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> right. A few days before starting my new job, I accidentally put kiss kiss at the end of an email to the then head. Two days after starting, I bent over to pick up a ball and my trousers split right up my arse. I once fell in a stream that runs through the school and got swept over a few metres downstream to the delight of the year six kids on the bridge who were delirious at the sight. <laughs> I had no spare clothes either, so I was soggy all day. Loads. You have to laugh at yourself in this job sometimes. <laughs> Would have been better if it was the same day. Think about the water leakage through well, the rip. And that was just Tuesday. <laughs> you know what I'm laughing at? I mean, it's a weird thought, a stream going around the school. I mean, health and safety, my word. Yeah. But all the year sixes on the bridge going, <laughs> and then the teacher's like, help! <laughs> help! As an NQT, I was teaching dance in the hall to some year eights just before lunch. One of the kids asked, what's that smell? And I replied, it's just the, then blended the words food and cooking together. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, it's just the, yeah, you can, uh, you can infer the what fact that are. it's the smell. Yeah, <laughs> what's the smell? It's just the, <laughs> to year eight. Sweat and passion. <laughs> um, reversing into the deputy head's vintage Porsche within the first few weeks of starting my NQT year. Oh. That is, oh, a killer. Do you know what I did once? So have you, there's obviously certain schools that um, have like, you know, parking spaces and stuff, don't they? And there's like a HT and a DHT and stuff like that. Yeah, what What are your thoughts on I that? Don't, I think I it's don't, a bit of a nick. I, do, I don't really mind it, but the funniest thing was, uh, at my old school, there was a HT um, thing there. And when I got my 
hill of qualification. <laughs> I parked it in the spot, right, and took a picture of it and then did a really bad paint edit job, you know, with like, yeah. with like a spray. It's like, <laughs> and did the L and the, the A. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious, and then I just literally had to move. <laughs> um, right, what's the next one? Many years ago, towards the end of a trip, we took the kids to a big adventure playground. Me, thinking I'm the cool young teacher, I climbed to the top of this big climbing net thing and in doing so, split my trousers right down to the, uh, right on the gentleman's area. Big split by the flies in below. We were on a long and drafty walk away from the coach. I spent the whole walk back, casually trying to cover my crotch with 60 year fives peeking and giggling. The staff were no better. And then the dismissal to parents back at school off the coach was a similar experience. He's tried to play that off well too, Cash. What did he say there? When he was walking back, what word did he use? Uh, casually. Casually, yeah, yeah. Casually. No way. You'd just be like, stop looking! Stop looking! If you want to see, why don't you Google yeah. grandfather clock? Eyes <laughs> that way! Single file! Um... I was looking for my lift car as my car was in the garage, popped into the tech workroom and my lift was naked from the waist down, getting ready to play staff footy commando. Wait, what? what? I think that's missing a bit of punctuation there. Ready to play staff footy, comma, commando. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So Just... she's basically trying to get a lift home. She's popped into the workroom. Whoever's given her a lift is just naked. So she went into the tech wood room and yeah. saw some wood. <laughs> saw a grandfather clock. <laughs> um, some boys were playing football and of course it came my way. I went to boot it. Missed, slipped and fell on my back in the mud. I was so winded. When they'd eventually stopped laughing, they came over to see if I was okay. I wiped away the tears of humiliation. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. Be careful. It's very slippery out there. <laughs> Good impression of a winded teacher there. He's also Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's very slippery yeah. out there. My back's covered in mud, Goofy. When he slipped. Oh, diggity dog. <laughs> oh, I've got to get my mouse gadoos. <laughs> <coughs> it did sound like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And if anyone is wondering why every so often you have to sit through a staff meeting learning how to use ladders. Um, stood on a chair to close a window. The chair folded under me. I came crashing down and a piece of metal pierced my leg. I pretended I was okay. While blood trickled into my shoe. <laughs> it's the fact he pretended he was okay. Uh, you're right, sir. Yeah, sound. So I sound. Am I going am I going white? Yeah. Why is the room spinning? Why am I seeing stars? Why am I turning into Mickey Mouse again? <laughs> Later that day I ended up in A and E having stitches. Oh. That's Honestly. a tough one, that. Well, did you say was it a staff meeting he said? <laughs> uh no, no, just just 
Oh, you class. were saying if you yeah, want to yeah. get out of a staff yeah. meeting. Right. No, I'm saying the reason we have those staff meetings about ladders. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were saying if you want to get out of a staff meeting, it's going to take something like that. <laughs> know. You know, like we say, we've said it before on the podcast when you go on like a residential and there's always a message on the fridge for the teacher in the teacher's yeah, yeah. lounge, only take two bottles of alcohol. And you're like, well, why is something's happened? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Catholic school and during our re-lesson tripped over my bag and fell headfirst into the altar, sending the Bible, candle and other paraphernalia flying. Ended up in a heap on the floor with the Bible on my head and the whole year three class laughing. Bible on your head would be tough as well, wouldn't <laughs> oh, it? Yeah. And then John 3.16 just said, you're a dope. <laughs> my God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if it was the physics teacher, they'd have flipped Somehow it. Somehow the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, giving birth and the student mid- midwife appears to check how dilated I am. And it was one of my parents. Oh, not what you want. That's not, not what you want. What you want. <laughs> Sending a child home to his mum when he just told me that she has a pole in the bedroom and dances for daddy. Oh. <laughs> oh. At first you had my curiosity. <laughs> I was going to say just completely different points. So I, I went for a doctor's appointment recently. Um, nothing. I'm uh, interested in where this is going. Hopefully, nothing to do with pole dancing. Oh, right, okay. It wasn't a pole dancing I thought that injury. had triggered the memory. No, no, it was something before that. I can't remember, actually, when it was. was but it anyway, the RE teacher? Bible. Um, no. Bible to the face. No, I can't remember. Maybe I'm just thinking about it. But, um, basically, I uh, I went and I was having some issues. Uh, how can I describe it? Basically, I've got, I, I've got, like, mild IBS, right? Okay. Like we all have, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's what the parking, you know, the peas do. <laughs> I saw a really funny, because I, I have some, I saw a really funny podcast clip where these two Irish lads were basically saying IBS is total BS. And it's like, have you got IBS? Or have you just eaten a dirty doner kebab with yeah. 15 pints yeah. of Guinness? It's Yeah, it's fair. But I went for a dot spot and then basically... The appointment went well. He checked me out. It was all all well and good. But then he finished with, um, "Okay, thanks, Adam." And uh, but we are going to need a stool sample. All right. And I was like, "All oh, right, okay." <laughs> Will so a then, chair do? <laughs> so then he uh, so he, they gave me the pot, and I don't know if any well people would have had to give a stool sample before. It's not <laughs> something you want to do, and it's pretty horrible. So I, you know, I waited for the for the prime time because I just said, you know, if what if I have a bit of a, a bad belly? You'll need like you. Did, what what do you mean they gave you a little? They gave me like the pot with, the, and it has like a little. Oh, scoop with you, it needs to be like one the, of those Sports Direct mugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it had like a little a little scoop inside it. It, it would have been nice with some sort of topping, you know, like sprinkles. But no, um, but I said to the doctor, like, you know, do I need to do it? And he went. A what did he say? A more of a fully formed uh, stool would be preferable. Okay. So I was like, right. So IKEA I obviously built. so I waited for the prime opportunity, and then it came, um, and I and I placed loads of toilet paper on the top of the toilet, like the toilet water, so I could do it, so it didn't get contaminated. <laughs> right. And then I and then a lot I, of thought was going. Yeah. Into so it. then I so then I I scooped a bit of it. What up was the scoop? Was it like an ice cream scoop? It was about. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So then, one scoop or two. That's where the sprinkles came in. And then, so hundreds then I, of thousands. So then I put it in the tube. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> I put it in the tube and then I put it back in the plastic thing, closed it off, and then I thought, right, check the time. And the doctor's uh, was open 
a bit later, so I thought, right, I'm going to shoot there now, get it over and done with. Kim did not want to look at me. She, she, for the first time in 10 years, she didn't fancy me. For the right? first time? First time. <laughs> first time, I swear. Um, honestly, those, those Iceland foods just... That's, yeah, yeah. Is knows. it really IBS or are you eating knick-knack chicken strips? <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of the app before where I burped a full knick-knack up and I was thinking, oh my God, maybe I'm... It ain't, maybe it ain't IBS. <laughs> right. It's Space Raider <laughs> Bites. It's, it's hula hoolas. <laughs> so anyway, so I go to the doctor's right? I'm it's thinking... three for ten. <laughs> three for ten. Maintaining. Um, so then I, I went oh to the doctor's God. and I thought, right, because I got told, just hand it into reception, right? Yeah. The stickers were on it already. Perfect. So I went up and wasn't there a queue, <laughs> right? And the worst bit was I didn't take a jacket, so I didn't have any pockets. Oh, no. And I just stood there, like, holding this. And then <laughs> it fi- I finally got to the front of the queue, but it's obviously, it's busy in it at, at, um, at GPs at the minute. And then one woman was kicking off because she'd not been seen. She was seven minutes late for an appointment. And they said, well, if, you fa- if you're over five minutes late, the appointment goes. The woman was going mad. Uh. And then so loud, the receptionist went, can I just take this stool sample from this gentleman <laughs> and then I'll be back with you. And I was like, how does she know it's stool? <laughs> I was trying to cover it up. It could have, could have been something else. I think I had stool. I was going to say, I had stool all over my face, but I think I had stool written over <laughs> yeah. my face. But yeah, but anyway. Right. I have got the story. I have got a confession to finish this episode. And this was sent through Instagram and it is an absolute classic. Um, so here we go. Confession time. This is hard for me to admit. I'm a 26-year-old man. And I've been teaching for the last few years. And this story is from my NQT year. And if the teacher who this affected is listening from my old school, I'm sorry. This story is very similar to a famous scene out of Friends. I wonder if you can guess which one. I had been to the pub. Wait, on- hang on. Which one could it be? Iconic friend scenes. Could it be... Go on, you got you, you know, don't you? I know, yeah. Uh, I was. Do you know what immediately came to head? Go my on. head. Ross in the leather pants. Ooh. With the. Yeah, with the cream. With the that's, cream. Yeah, yeah. It's that's not good. coming off, man. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Bit Mickey again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right here we go. So, I'd been to the pub on the Thursday night and had one or two more drinks than planned. Wasn't too drunk on the Thursday night, but the next day I was slightly delicate and I didn't take a dinner to school. I was starving all day to the point I felt quite faint in the morning. At break time, I thought I needed to sort this but couldn't leave school. So I went to the staff room fridge. (sighs) Do you know what's coming? I think it is. I took a Tupperware box of chicken pasta out of the fridge which obviously wasn't mine. You, you, you ate my sandwich? <laughs> Went into the stock cupboard by my classroom and scoffed it all, even putting the Tupperware in my bag so no evidence was left. At lunchtime, I left school to go and pick up some food. <laughs> Clearly, the pasta didn't hit the spot. No. Went to pick up some food from the shop, and when I returned, I was asked if I'd seen Miss Smith's lunch. To which I replied, 
uh, no, I've been out. I've been out. Sorry. <laughs> All the while, knowing I tucked it away. I think Miss Smith was given the leftovers from the lunch hall. She stopped putting her dinners in the fridge from that day. So what did he do with the Tupperware box, Bennett? I don't know. Maybe what? I don't, I don't know. I didn't I didn't delve deeper. Because um, he, he's asked to cover his tracks does, there. Doesn't sound like a trustworthy guy. Yeah. Um, he's probably when he's gone out for food, just binned it. But he? Miss Smith, yeah, just completely yeah. getting rid of everything. But Miss That's Smith, if you are listening... Your chicken pasta, um, you need more of it because it didn't fill this guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And but I tell you what, that has got that is some stony work, that in it. Yeah, I mean thoughts on that. Can you can you can you come back from that if you admitted it? Well, no, you'd have to just stay with the lie. You'd have to just. You can't. I mean, but that is like unless you did br- it as you left, like if he was leaving the school speech, he's leaving. Do yeah, got a yeah. confession. Well, I told you, didn't I? Did I tell you that? Do you remember that story? I may have mentioned this before, and I do apologise if I have, but the story from a dead early app, which I actually wrote and put into book one, where I, I'd put a can in the freezer of my old staff room, and then the following day, um, there was a TA on all fours with a fork, like, and the, oh, the yeah. can had exploded, and then she was going mad. And she was just like, and I was going, what's wrong, Debs? And she was like, someone, some idiot has left a can in here. And I turned around to the staff room and was like, hey, guys, come on. Some respect. Because that was her, like, one of her jobs that she liked to do. Um, so much so that the book, obviously, I named her. Uh, nothing, obviously, you know, she was lovely. And then I gave her a book and uh, signed it for her. And she absolutely buzzed off it. Oh, did she? Yeah. But then, obviously, I admitted it. It had been, like, 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And I admitted it. And, uh, yeah, she still has back trouble. Apologies, Debs. (laughs) Right, guys, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, As always, we really do appreciate all the support. So, um, yeah, if you've got a story, if you think there's something that'll give us a good giggle, head over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com. You can share your story. And of course, if you've not yet got your tickets for our next live tour, you can get them. Share your stories. Let us know what show you're going to be at and maybe we'll read your story out at the show. Um, If you've not yet liked, subscribed and reviewed the podcast, please do that as well because it really helps and you can follow us on the socials and also join in uh, the discussion on the Facebook group. And uh, to any teacher that is striking tomorrow, best of luck. Um, Yeah, keep being amazing. You get our full support and we're going to be with you. Take care. Good luck. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals like springy dragonfly adorned handbags and jewelry to gifts under $100 to the best sellers on mom's most wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.